Welcome to the Sis Stop Sulking podcast, a safe space for women ready for change. My name is Miss Tasha Talks Life. I am a certified mindset and wellness coach and author of the book titled Sis Stop Sulking, God's Plan is Greater. I once struggled with believing in myself, poor eating habits, and digestive issues. So I'm creating a community for women looking to prioritize their health and self-care so they can look and feel amazing alongside raising a family. Join me each week for an authentic, impactful conversation. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome to another episode to Stop Soaking podcast. I am your host, Ms. Tasha Talks Life. And today is a blessed day. Today is a new day. You woke up this morning. So whoop, whoop for that. Um, you know, so I am now going to be putting my videos on YouTube, right? So it's kind of like a good thing, but not because now I have to kind of make sure that I... I am presentable at least. I'm not going, I'm not, I'm not the chick that always got to put on a full face. I'm not, you know, one of those, like there are some videos that you will see me in a nice hoodie or whatever the case may be. So I'm not that type of person, but I, there were times when I recorded and I still was like in my robe, you know what I'm saying? And now I can't do that because it is going to be video as well, which I am excited for so I can't even lie about that but it was just so funny because I'm like oh yeah I gotta I gotta make sure I look you know and <laughs> make sure I look a little something, something on, on on video for YouTube but um how are you how how were the last few days how was your week how was your weekend um mine was okay I um I went to to see well this kind of segues into the topic today and um I went to go see my sister-in-law and we were just talking about how like the way our parents or you know or my like our parents trained us or taught us things or showed us things and how we do things a little bit differently um now that we have children of our own and that segue that had me thinking because prior to that I, um, I took my boys to uh, for sushi the other night and how that all started. Let me just say, hold on. So I, I, my sister put me on to sushi a couple of years ago. Um, I still only eat cook, only eat cook, sh- cooked sh- sushi, but, um, I exposed my children by accident because I was, I had something and my little guy is such a, a foodie. Like he just loves food. He'll try anything. He's and I love that for him because I remember I was more like my middle son, where if it, if if I never heard of it before, I'm not trying it. If I ain't smell it, if I don't smell too good, I'm not trying it. If it's a sauce that don't, you know, if it's not ketchup, I'm not trying it. And that's him. And then the other one is so far, like I'll try it. And I told him, I said, you can try it. And if you realize that it's something that you don't like fine. You don't have to eat it, but at least you expose yourself to it. And I told my middle son, I'm like, you know, all of these things you're not trying, you don't want to eat. It's, you're going to get older and you're going to start eating these things and you're going to miss out all this time or whatever. So we laugh and joke about that. So what happened was I had sushi one night and they wanted to, they were like, what you eating? What you eating? So I allowed them to taste it thinking they're not going to like it. 
And guess what? They like it. <laughs> so now it's like, a, oh, sushi Friday. That's the thing that they want to do. And I'm like, sushi adds up, you know? So I took them out and um, I posted it on my Instagram story. And my girlfriend inboxed me and she was like, I just love this bougie lifestyle for our kids because her son eats sushi as well. I mean, they had chopsticks and everything, but I laughed because we could have never, like, I don't even know. I've never even heard of sushi as a kid. Like, I don't even know if that was even a thing. I don't even, <laughs> but we could never, right? So I, um, I said all of that to say, Prior to that, I've been hearing a lot about modern parenting and modern mom and all of that. And I said, you know, let me look into this a little bit. And when I looked into it, basically um, the definition was basically a modern mom is a mom who understands her self-care comes first and being a mom is second. She understands and accepts the changes in life. She takes time necessary to realign herself, her relationships, her career, She's also open to learning about new and better ways to parent her children. And so I want to ask you, are you or do you consider yourself a modern mom? So after this conversation, I want you to think about that and say, am I a modern mom or am I a traditional mom? And I can say that I have a little bit of both, but there are definitely some things that um, transpired when I was younger or as that I do not that I did not bring into my parenting style um, now with my own kids, like, um, just intentionally not passing down certain things. So some of the things that came up to me, some of the things that came out were, was, um, ex- um, being very intentional to expose my children to new things, i.e. sushi, um, traveling, showing them like we didn't go and it, was, and, it, and it wasn't so much that they just didn't want to take us. It was that they may not have had the money or, you know, was working so much or whatever. So um, I'm very intentional about um, exposing my children to new things. Um, this one is big, allowing them to express, express their emotions and their feelings. I don't know about you, but in my house, it's because I said so. Children are seen, not heard. Um, speak when you're spoken to, um, things like that. And, and, for me in my house, I allow my children, if they, um, it, of course, with utmost respect, but I allow them to have that conversation, that dialogue. If they feel like something is not right or they feel like something is right, I allow them to express that with me. Um, I allow my kids, uh, what's the one, boys don't cry. Um, I'm a boy mom and do ne- don't never, ever, ever let me hear you telling my boys not to cry because I feel like it is very important for them to be and tapped with their emotions. That's why you have these grown men right now walking around here, unhappy, miserable, frustrated, bottled up energy, killing themselves, killing their kids, like, because they feel like they can't be vulnerable. They can't show their emotions. They can't release this natural emotion. And so um, allowing them to feel now we're not going to just be crying for no reason, but if your feelings are hurt, you are allowed to express that. If, you know, if something hurts you physically, you are allowed to express that. Like, and I, I'm very, very, very clear on that. Um, and also affection. My parents weren't really affectionate, but you couldn't tell me nobody till this day, then now, whenever could tell me that my parents didn't love me because I felt the love in other ways. But when I had children of my own, I was very intentional on loving on them, hugging them, telling them I love them every single day, more than, I mean, countless times a day kissing on them and letting them see healthy affection. 
Um, so yeah, so allow them to express their emotions and their opinions, even when it comes to um, thinking of what what could be a discipline for something or what, you know, let's talk it through, let's work it out. So I allow them to have a voice because I remember uh, not really being comfortable using my voice when I was even able to as an older child or even um, in school or, you know, because I was silenced because I talk too much or I was silenced because kids don't talk back. Kids don't have an opinion. You just do what I say, not what do what I say, not what I do type of thing. And I totally left that type of style of teaching. I didn't, I did not carry that over into my new, my parents style, my parents teaching. Um, the other one would be um, using intentional child center conversations. So after school, we literally have a conversation. How was your day? What is one thing that was good? What's one thing that was not so good? How did that make you feel? What could you do next time? Like whatever that is. And to the point where they feel so comfortable just talking about it. And there's times when I just really, really don't care about what they're talking about, of course, right? Because I got a hundred things going on, but I give them that time because I want them to be open. I want them to feel comfortable talking to me. I want them to know that if nobody else is listening to you, if nobody else, I will always be listening to you. I will always have, you know, you could always come to me. Um, the next thing was supporting their choices, even when you don't agree. And now I have an adult child and there's things that he wants to do and things that he wants to buy and things like that. And I have to allow him to be him and allow him to, to fly. And I trust that all the things that I've instilled in him did not, you know, would not go um, unnoticed or that, you know, it will always come through in who he is as a person and allowing him to make the choices that he needs to make, even if it's something that I don't agree with. So, and then finally, um, teaching and exposing my children to the, the cruelties, the injustices of this world, letting them know that you are a black boy and to be man and things are a little bit different than they may be for your friends or whatever. And really um, sharing and showing them things that are happening on social media and in the news and so that they are aware and that they act accordingly and that they know who they are. Like we speak affirmations. My children have affirmation that they speak every day in the morning and we pray every morning. So I'm instilling these things in them because I know that eventually they're going to leave me. <laughs> no, but <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, but I, I I I trust God and I know that He is gifting them to me for the time being, and I'm going to do and give them everything that they need in hopes that I'm giving them the right stuff. Like, right? So I definitely identify with um, being a moderate mom and some of the things that was said on um, uh, for a modern mom is, you know, um, having hundreds and thousands of pictures in your phone, but none of them printed. I was like, oops, that's me. Um, another thing that they said was um, uh, unknowingly teaching your baby how to use a device, right? So if you have a little baby, your child knows how to use an iPhone or an iPad to get to whatever YouTube, kids, YouTube, whatever, you're considered a modern mom. Um, what was another one? It was um, keeping your children up to date on social media, like having pictures of your family and things like that, which that's like almost everybody 
it was, it was funny just to see the different um, takes on being a modern mom. But I think most importantly, what I got from it was parenting in a way um, where it's not the traditional way that you were taught and being open to letting your kids be free in who they are and being open to understanding that you, um, you don't control the flow, you know, um, in that way. Cause I mean, get it granted, of course you demand respect. Of course, they're going to be good citizens. Of course, they're going to be kind. Of course, they're going to have chores, of course, all of that, but just knowing that you're intentionally doing things different than the way you was taught. And, 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 mo and the bigger thing that stuck out to me was knowing as a modern mom that I must put myself first. I must do the things, hang out with my girls, brunch, massage, hair, whatever makes me meditating, um, whatever makes me feel good, whatever refuels me, re-energizes me before my family, because that's, what's going to make me a better mom. Right. So that was like the first thing that I said, oh, that's me because I'm going to Tasha's going to get what she needs. Even and, I, and, and, and sometimes I'm on autopilot, like the last episode I talked about, or I am on go, go because I have a deadline or whatever. So I may. But for the most part, I'm very intentional about making sure that I'm good so that my family is good and making sure that, you know, I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm happy so that I can deal with the struggles and the, the troubles of the world. So, yeah, so that was the, my take on that. And it, 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 it was kind of interesting. And I want to know what you thought. I want to know, um, do you think that you are a modern mom? Do you think that, you know, or do you say like, I, I raised my kids the way my parents raised me and everything is fine and whatever, you know? And, and another thing was, um, finding alternative ways to discipline your children than spankings or whatever. Cause I mean, if I think back back when I was, <laughs> I didn't get a lot of spankings, but the ones I did get, listen, but um, I don't, you know, I feel like there's other ways and, and spankings don't work for every child. And I think sometimes just a, a, a conversation of letting, you know, letting the disappointment be known, um, maybe taking away things that are most important. There's other ways to do it and, or maybe making them do some physical activities like push-ups or sitting on the wall, something like that can help as opposed to spankings. And now I'm not saying that spankings is wrong or right. I mean, everybody teaches own because I, you know, I sometimes discipline in a way that I feel fit, whatever that may be. And I'm not judging anybody for doing it, but I remember my childhood and I remember seeing you know, getting spankings. And I remember, and so, but there wasn't conversations after the discipline, like, do you know why you got spanked? Or do you, you know, what can we do next time or anything like that? So just trying to be a little different, do things a little bit differently because each, each um, generation is supposed to get better and better. And parents are only doing, good parents are only are doing the best with what they have and what they know, right? Um, and I think also that we have to, it's a fine line between uh, raising children to be, you know, dependent, good, and be able to speak up for themselves. And then this entitlement thing that's going on. It's like the more that we provide for them because of what we lacked or what we didn't have, the more entitled these kids are. And it's just like, wait a minute, you know, I'm trying to provide a better 
life for you because of what I didn't have or vice versa, but there's a fine line. And I think my first child, I didn't know, but there's a 12 year difference between him and my other two. And now I'm learning that it still has to be something with balance and something still that is earned and something still that is worked for. And, you know, and I've, I've grown too. me and my first child basically grew up together. We was both, you know, babies having a baby, having a baby, whatever. So, um, so yeah, so I, I just really think that that's a really interesting, um, title modern mom and I like it and I identify with it in most ways. And I just want to know what you think. What do you think? Do you identify with being a modern mom or not traditional mom? So, um, I hope that was interesting for you. I really would like to hear some feedback, but you know, um, you can find me on social media, Tasha Talks Life. Everything's in the show notes. But before we go, let's end with our mindset declarations. Remember, we're going to speak these after um, me. You could write them down. They are also in the show notes. So if you're driving or something and you can't write it down now, you can go back later and get them. Um, so the first one, I acknowledge my role as a mom, but I understand in order to operate in my full capacity, I need to prioritize my needs first. I am a good mom that is always open and learning to be better. I will not compare my parenting or my kids to anyone else. I'm going to do me and my kids are awesome. So if you enjoyed this episode, okay, I need you to share this with a friend share this with a coworker, share this with someone, and also scroll all the way down and leave a five-star review. That is how we help the show to push out to more people. I greatly appreciate you. It's free. It literally takes less than two minutes. Um, also, if you, um, you can find me on all platforms at Tasha Talks Life, um, mostly on Instagram, um, and if you are ready to transform your mind and your body, I am, I just, um, opened up the wait list for the better health mom project, the better health mom project. I actually have a cohort going through right now. It's an eight week course that helps you to lose weight, increase your energy, um, plan and eat healthier meals, the meals that you love. And then it, it, it also t- touches on like nutrition, um, metabolism, how to move your body, stress, um, hormones that really affect us that we don't know about intermittent fasting, which is my jam. Um, so if that is something that, you know, you want to be a part of, it's an eight week course, uh, go to betterhealthmom.com. There's more information there. You can join the wait list. If you're not really ready to join a course and you just want to jumpstart a journey on better health and trying to, you know, understand what's needed, what's the next steps for yourself. You can book a better health chat with me, go also into my, um, it's in the show notes, but you can also go to my Instagram and click the link and book a a 30 minute fast paced call on that call. We're going to discuss the roadblocks that are stopping you from achieving your goals, the, um, the desires and dreams that you have for yourself and an actionable step or something that you can do right now to jumpstart that journey and get the ball rolling because you deserve to live a life that you love and you deserve to look amazing while doing it. So if that is something, go to betterhealthmom.com. If that is something that you are interested in, if you know somebody that's that may be interested, you can also send it to them. 
And I just want you to know that I love you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you tuning in every single week. I appreciate you. um, And I want you to have the most amazing week. So be well and remember that your past does not dictate your future. Till next time. Thank you.